Today's topic is going to be about racism, uh, which is actually a very peculiar thing. Uh, and I don't know if it's so much racism, but, you know, the difference between racism and also prejudice. Right, well, prejudice. Um, so, weirdly enough, I've got a story to tell you guys. So I've, uh, I've been with a girl uh, for quite some time now, as a matter of fact. And weirdly enough, it's just not coming to my attention that some of the family members in her family, um, extended family, that is, use the N-word, the hard, e- the hard ER, the type that makes everybody cringe. Now, the ironic thing about it is the way it got brought to me was um, through an individual who I had actually caught uh, in the act of saying it. So, like I said, the individual who did it uh, will remain nameless, but nonetheless, um, like I said, they kind of said it, and everybody kind of gasped because obviously I was there. Uh, but the ironic twist about it is that she actually has a family member, uh, um, a significant family member of her that is black. Uh, so I didn't think it was necessarily of her character, but it made me kind of realize that maybe there was some truth, there was there was something to it, because I feel like if you do have a family member that is black, that's very close to you. If, in fact, you would never think of saying anything that would, you know, be derogative towards them. Um, so I figure like either a you have to be coarse or b you have to be a, in, around an individual where people say it so much that it becomes normal. Uh, it becomes normalized. So uh, you know, over time, it kind of you know we got closer with this group. Uh, with this with these two individuals and uh, we come to realize that you know they they weren't the ones who really started it um and what had happened was basically that it had been so normalized to them to where they no longer thought it was odd of course like i said they always had a moral compass and uh you know they always had that irk in them when they you know whenever it happened but you know um basically long story short what ends up happening is these individuals uh, kind of oust the other ones because one thing I did notice is no one wants to be called a racist. No one wants to. It's a bad stigma. It's a bad name. It makes you look like a piece of crap. But basically what this this little um, self-talk is about is basically to let folks know how do I go about racism, which I am a black man and I am born and raised in America and uh, Ohio as a, as a matter of fact. So like I said, I've got my fair share of racism and things or prejudice, if you will. Um, so one thing that I do uh, to kind of combat this issue is not even to combat it, but kind of let people have their own thing, right? So most people have their assumptions if they don't like black people or ERs, as we'll call them. Uh, that's one thing. Um, but for me, for instance, what I do is I kind of just let nature take its course, okay? Eventually what happens is people will start realizing if you show your best self every time you're in front of someone, people start thinking to themselves and realizing, hey, this guy's a genuinely nice guy. You're very helpful. You're very well-spoken. You're, which things are, which ironically enough are not things that you should have to boast about or even talk about uh, because of your skin tone. But I've realized that's kind of one of the underlying topics that has to come with your skin tone, which is very unfortunate. Um, but nonetheless, you know, once people realize that about you, you're a veteran, you, you, you know, you do everything you can to help folks and you're very, uh, you're not an aggressive individual or anything like that. Um, I think when people start realizing that and knowing more about you, I think they start realizing, hey, you know what, maybe so-and-so, uh, you know, these individuals are wrong. Maybe they shouldn't be saying this. And I think what happens is more and more people start seeing it. Um, but nonetheless, too, I think what it does is that once the individual who uh, is of that ethnicity or that skin tone finds out that these people are saying it, even after, you know, um, even after they've met you, 
it makes you really say to yourself, what's the basis to this? And that's what I want to delve into and kind of figure out because to me, it's very interesting. Are you saying the word because everybody knows what the word means, right? You cannot take the stigma or the stink out of shit. You cannot take the shit. You know what I'm saying? You cannot do that, right? So the same word nigger, you cannot take the 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 what it means out of the word you cannot normalize it i know that you know in some um um and black culture specifically nigga is a is a, supposed to be a lessened version of it which it is i think to an extent it is um but nonetheless the basis of the er the hard er makes you stop and say if these people are saying this what do they really feel about black people and am i supposed to continue to be friends with them or should i just oust them now and let them feel the repercussions of their actions Okay, now that's one thing that I, I, I am kind of looking forward to seeing is how it shakes out, because I think realistically you can split a whole group of people by ousting one or two people and making them look bad. Right. I think it's something that needs to be done. and I think it's high time it's done. Um, so for anybody out there that's listening to this that has run into the situation or who is trying to sift through their information or, the, you know, their situation itself. Do not go about it in a negative fashion, because what happens is, is like uh, some close friends of mine have said, what ends up happening is you get kind of called the angry black person. Right now, it is funny because, like I said, once again, I don't have the inkling in my body to call somebody out of or call them by their respective race or skin tone. I could care less. Either you're a good person, you're a bad person. Doesn't mean you're a piece of crap and I'm not going to call you any type of word like that. Um, but like I said, since I am partial to racism, I do understand it and also prejudice because I've had both sides of it. And believe me, there is a difference. Um, I just know what it feels like. And uh, like I said, I don't like it. The problem that I do, you know, that I started to run into was the issue of, you know, my child was around with my child is biracial. Um, so my child being around it uh, makes it a little different. So you just never know whether or not the person will treat the kid differently. And as much as people swear up and down, they won't. You have to kind of take it back to the context of the word. What does that mean? A nigger or negro means one thing. It means that you are using it. You're not using it in a in a um, building up type of a sense. It's never going to be that. Um, But what I do understand is it is a, a staple to say, hey, I am better than your skin tone, which people who are very uneducated do not understand that the only difference between me and you as humans, besides a few different things, I might have more muscle on my skeleton. I might have denser bones. I might be quicker or more athletic. I might be a few different things, which isn't really set in stone. Um, but the difference between the shade of my skin and yours is melanin. I can just simply absorb a little bit more sunlight, not a little bit more, a lot more sunlight than you can. Okay, which protects me from the heat and things like that. Okay, so when it comes to superiority and hearing such things like that, that type of anti rhetoric of, uh, you know, I'm better than you or whatever it is in that word in general, I think that anybody who uses it in any context should not be held to any exemplary. You know, they should not be. Oh, it just was a one time. No. Okay. That's just not how it is. If you feel that way, right? If that is a word that's in your vocabulary, do not invite me to things. Do not have me around. Do not have my child around because I no longer feel safe near you guys. You know, it's not even about the safety thing because I can protect myself. But I think from a, a, a mental standpoint of, wow, this is really what someone thinks about it. And it's okay amongst this group too. It becomes an awkward moment.
Okay. So, um, like I said, I think uh, what ends up happening in the long run for most folks is I think either one or two happen things happen. Either A, they change, which like I said, uh, change to me is a very fleeting thing. I don't believe it to be so most of the times. When something's been ingrained in your brain to where you say it all the time, uh, I'm sure folks will say, oh man, how do I, you know, uh, it's not that big of a deal. It's not a word. Well, the problem is, is that you're not using it. So if I take you around a bunch of black folks, you know, for the opposite uh, spectrum, if you, if you happen to be a white listener or something like that, if I was to take you around a lot of black folks and they're calling you a, I'm not even going to use the words, but if they were calling you something derogative or even behind your back, I don't like these, you know, saltines or whatever you want to call it, which I, like I said, I'm not going to use the actual words, but nonetheless, the analogies, you know, um, most folks would not like that. Now, I know in general, you know, a lot of folks say, oh, well, that's the actual, you know, that's a, that, that's the correct definition of you guys, blah, 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 you know, yada, yada, yada. That is not true. Okay. In Africa or wherever it is that you hail from, where there are darker, darker skin tones, you not people, you do not have people calling each other that. Okay. The basis of the word was brought here as a derogatory term to basically claim ownership of one's property at the time. Right. The fact that the matter that we are so far in the future from that actual standpoint and that the word still being used baffles me. But once again, too, education is something that just because you know how to read a book, just because you went to school, does not mean you're educated. Now, the word person does not bother me. I've been in plenty of situations. It doesn't bother me on that level. I just think to myself, when you are around folks who do not take the time to educate themselves, that's what offends me the most, because you could be the smartest dumb motherfucker I've ever met. And that's 100% facts. And that's usually what it is when you come to folks who don't have the, you know, in their brain. It's not that they lack empathy. It's just the fact of the matter that they don't care. You could be the most empathetic person ever. If you see somebody get their arm cut off, you're going to feel bad for them, right? That does not mean that you're smart, though. You can have empathy. But the problem is, is when your parents or whoever it is has numbed you to the um, insensitivity of discrimination, maybe it's because your school grew up and you didn't have any black kids in your school that are any racial kids, any kids of any race in your school. That is a very much truth of America. There's a lot of places that didn't. Right. I grew up in a school where literally, I mean, from first to fourth grade, I had five black kids and I could name them. I can still to this day name them. I won't just for, you know, to keep this a little private. But nonetheless, there was five. Right. So you see your fair share of things. You see the, you know, things. And, and honestly, I had one teacher and I never understood it until now. And her name was Mrs. Walker. Right. Black lady. Tough as nails on me specifically. Right. Me and one other guy that was in our school. Now, I was a class kind. I did like to act up a bit. Um, but Mrs. Walker and I never understood it. But now I look back and see why Mrs. Walker taught me very valuable lessons. Right. She basically told me, you know, kind of was hard on me, so I couldn't clown. I couldn't do that stuff. She stopped me. She made sure, hey, look, you need to pay attention. I'm not hard on you because of you being a clown. I'm hard on you because of your skin tone, because you do not understand what you're dealing with yet. You are young, you are naive, and you do not understand it. And to this day, I think Mrs. Walker, and one day I will find her, and I will thank her personally for what she did. But at a time period where there were no black teachers, none in this district, none. Okay, she was the only one for a very long time. And she did something that a lot of people do not understand. And that's another thing, too, that you run into as well with race and everything else, is that unfortunately, even when you have a spouse or significant other that is of other racial descent, unfortunately, they do not know what they're dealing with. 
Okay, they do not understand it and they will never understand it. You could love a black guy or a black girl. You could do that, but you will never know what it's like to be that. So when they have children, I say I strongly tell people you can say it's reinforcing stereotypes. No, it's preparing the child for what is actually out there. I don't care if I don't prepare my child for what they could face in life. I have failed. Right. And as a child that is of a racial background and descent that is other than the than the the um, so-called supreme race that's in America, you have an issue if you don't prepare them for that. Because when it hits and they're older, they will be in nothing but utter shock, okay? And that's not something that I'm willing to let my kids have. My parents prepared me for the most part. And also as well, I was smart enough to understand it. I was smart enough to delve into it and you know, kind of realize exactly what you were up against and what you had to deal with, right? So it, th- it thickens your skin, right? But either way, like I said, that is my podcast for today. It's just a little rant. I'm just talking about things. Uh, If you guys want to go ahead and hop in the comment section and go ahead and leave a little comment and kind of say, hey, look, man, this is what we think about this. Um, You know, all different races, all different nationalities doesn't matter. Your input is welcome because I know everybody deals with their own different struggles and their own different things. Um, But like I said, it is very interesting to get a perspective from other folks and to figure out, hey, you know what? Maybe this is what's going on, you know, and I am, as a matter of fact, um, I am actually actively excited to expose this injustice. You know, it's not even an injustice to me because personally, it's not, you know, if you say it behind your back, it's whatever. I just think to myself personally, and a lot of folks will probably say, hey, look, man, if they're not saying it to you, don't bother with it. You know what? You're right. But on the same token, too, I don't want you to not live your truth. If you enjoy, if you hate inwards, if you hate, which, like I said, by definition, what is an inward? It would be a blackmail. Let me actually look this up real quick and read you guys what a what a N-word is. Let us see what that is. So let's see. Negro definition. A member of a dark skinned group of people originally native to Africa, uh, Africa south to Sahara relating to black people. Let's see what's a nigger. And let's see if there is a difference at all. Um, it's a contemptuous term for black or dark skinned people. English, Latin. Uh, so basically it gives you a breakdown. Late 16th century from uh, early... Yep. So basically, it just gives you a. Wow, as a matter of fact, so what's really strange (laughs) use over time for nigger. Okay, so 1800s, there was theoretically no there was no the word did not exist. It was not used right from 1800s to 2010. The world the world is actually as a matter of fact, in the 1900s, between the 1900s and the 1950s, it was used at an all time high. Now it it came back down in 1950s and went back up around 2000, uh, a little bit before 2000, so 1980s or so, it spiked a little bit, and now it's kind of plateaued off, but it's still pr- in pretty u- high use now, in two th- well, from 2010 till now. Um, so, uh, let's see, Webster Dictionary, what is the definition of it? Uh, offensive, um, used as an insulting or contemptuous term for black person, used as an insulting, yep, uh, let's see, a member of a class or group of people who are uh, systematically subjected to discrimination or unfair treatment. 
So basically, from what I gather from this and hearing that folks are using this word behind your back, uh, is that basically people feel superior. So like I said, today, one of my main things today will be basically nipping this in the bud. Uh, but nonetheless, like I said, I think that realistically, you can lose a lot of friends. You can lose a lot of, as a matter of fact, I can't even say friends at this point, because in my opinion, if you're using the word, you're not a friend of mine. You are not a person that I want to associate with. And I do not care. The word itself means one thing. This is what nigger means. Okay. So in other words, if it's being used, do not include me in shit you do period. Okay. But either way, like I said, guys, this is just a quick rant. Uh, like I said, this is one of many. I always have things on my brain that are going uh, and I'm always wanting to get ideas out there. Just hear people. I will actually start in putting people into uh, my podcast as well. Just having little debates, little talks. Um, but like I said, I will also give you credentials of these individuals if they have any. Uh, but like I said, for the most part, I believe to myself that conversations themselves is a very fleeting thing. I feel like conversations are falling off. They are no longer a great staple in this country. Um, everybody wants to text and, you know, all sorts of stuff, but people are afraid of conversations. People are afraid of a lot of things. Uh, and I want to bring that kind of back to the light. I want to be one of the guys at the forefront trying to bring conversation and talk radio in general back. Okay. So appreciate you guys listening. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Check me out. I'll be posting as much as I can weekly. Um, until next time, guys, I appreciate your, you know, you guys lending me an ear, um, and I'll see you guys next time.